Today on the Good Word, we're talking about circular reasoning and finding truth. Do you remember as a kid getting very worked up and emotional during an argument with another child? Well, my mom says this, says one kid. Oh yeah, says another. My dad says that's not true. And on it goes, lots of feelings and indignation, but not much discussion or searching for what's really true. That happens to us as adults too. We still have plenty of things we care about deeply, and it's easy to get derailed by emotion or distractions and not stay grounded in the facts and honest discussion. A prophet named Jacob in the Book of Mormon fell into one of these contentious disagreements. A man named Sherem approached Jacob to attack his faith in Christ. The prophet responds in chapter seven of Jacob to the debate by cutting straight to the truth. And I said unto him, Deniest thou the Christ who shall come? And he said, If there should be a Christ, I would not deny him. But I know that there is no Christ, neither has been, nor ever will be. I said unto him, Believest thou the Scriptures? And he said, Yea. And I said unto him, Then ye do not understand them, for they truly testify of Christ. Behold, I say unto you that none of the prophets have written nor prophesied, save they have spoken concerning this Christ. And this is not all. And it also has been made manifest unto me by the power of the Holy Ghost. Wherefore I know, if there should be no atonement made, all mankind must be lost. Sherem's initial argument is a logical fallacy. He's really just saying, since he doesn't know if there will be a Christ, no one can know it. He starts with what he says he doesn't know, and then won't consider any other possibility. Jacob responds by focusing on the source they both agree is true the scriptures. This episode took place before Jesus Christ had come to the earth, but his birth, life, and death had been foretold for centuries through the scriptures. But Jacob not only pointed to the scriptures as a source of this truth, he also drew on his own personal testimony. The knowledge he'd received through the power of the Holy Ghost sustained him in times of trial and added another witness to the divinity and power of Christ. All prophets throughout time have experienced this same power and recorded it as scripture by the promptings of the Spirit. In 1 Peter chapter 1, Peter explains the value and the source of these testimonies this way, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ which was in them did signify, when it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ, and the glory that should follow. In the end, it doesn't matter what arguments we may hear, as faith will always come back to knowing spiritual truth from the source, the Spirit of the Lord. God has trusted us to figure out spiritual truth through the guidance of His Spirit. But He'll never push us or others to overstep our ability to choose. He's given us the chance to come to know whether anything we learn is true through the powerful, confirming power of the Holy Spirit. As others seek to find that truth as well, we can reach out to them with kindness and conviction, sharing how we've arrived at what we know. We may not be prepared for every debate we might find ourselves in. Maybe we should avoid debates, but we can rest assured that we have many witnesses of the truth. Most importantly, God himself. And that's the good word 